no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's very... Oh, dear. Oh, my. Oh, dear. Oh, man. I, you just don't know how many things are connected to your back. Everyone knows when how many things... Hurts. Are you still talking about this bad back of yours you got while dreaming that you hurt your back? Yeah. Honestly, it's just... it's it's. Uh, I've had my youth taken from me in one instant. You're 35 years old. You had it taken yes. from you 15 years ago. Nah, we're young for a long time, man. <laughs> fucking age is a state of mind, dude. You don't think so? Well, no, I've I seen 75-year-olds so. that are fucking... Tony Curtis squirted a baby into a woman when he was 75 well, years old. He's still m- making it rock enough to get this... Sperms into the back of the ute. Well, I don't Which think that's how. Go. That's not how child. That's not how it works. But I, you know, no, you've never made a boy. I don't, or know, a woman, or anything. I am child free. I do have a puffin. Um, but no, of course. Yeah, but you didn't make puffin. No, I know that. Thank God. Did, all right, this is side stories, everyone. I am Ben, and that is Henry. You didn't even make puffin. I couldn't make puffin. He's a German Spitz. Not Why didn't you love human. dogs enough to try to make a dog with another dog? Well, you know what, folks? I'm not even going to entertain this conversation today because I don't know why. Oh, yeah? It's just, I just not... You know what? You know what? Hands to God. You passed this? 2019. Pass this ha- hands to God 2019. That's what I'm doing. We lost our friend. This is how you want to do this? What? Okay. You still you brought up our dead friend in 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 response to me to talking about how you don't you didn't fuck a dog to make puffin. That's not how it works. I'm mourning. You can't. No, this is what my mother used to do with my grandfather about every single thing. Oh, your grandfather would have hated this and pointed to his oil painting on the wall. Kevin would have hated this. R.I.P. Kevin would have felt nothing. He literally would have felt nothing. He would have been like, yeah, yeah, dog, why didn't you fuck that dog? He would actually have been on, on my side. Well, well, that's the interesting thing now. We can just sort of be like, no, I think I know how See? he would have felt. I know, I know. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, if you are going through loss out there, don't worry. Well, we'll we're all together in this. This is, we're all not, this is not about making a okay, point. All right, I was talking about right. you fucking a dog I know so it. that you uh, would make another dog like Puffin, I, but it would come out like Puffin. It would come out all red-haired and weird. No, I under. All right, and honestly, it wouldn't even come out. It would just be just a bunch of cum dribbling on the back of a dog's asshole. God, I just what? Did you? That's the real conversation. <sighs> you know, we have a lot of stories to get to today. We a, honestly a lot of really stories. do. Um, and thanks, thanks for this was a <laughs> this was a wild week. It really was. It really weird was. news. There was a lot of shit that came down. I'll basically quickly say Samuel Little may be becoming our most prolific serial killer in history mm-hmm. if he's not just lying right, of, in jail. Of course. He just said he just confessed to 90 murders. Yes. And, and all these cops, the way they're talking, they're like, yeah, he's just closed out another 50 cases. It's really important to, to get closure right. for the victims. And just being like, you were just showing him pictures of people. And he's like, yep, yep, that one too. 
Yep, that one too. Like, cause and he just drew a bunch of pictures of random women to show. Basically, he he drew pictures of his victims. Right, right. To go show to to the world to see who would recognize them. I guess some people are getting recognized from these pictures, uh, but the rest of them are just pictures of women he used to jerk off to from the sixties. I'm pretty I'm pretty certain one of them was just what's her name the the dark haired woman from Charlie's Angels. Oh, of course. I don't remember. He the did name, like five of those. I'm sure. Well, yes. Yeah, so- but but the problem is that when you're already sitting in jail. You He's already sitting there there for life. He's right. an old man. He's going to die in jail already. So now he's just either he is either the most prolific serial right. killer in history, or he's just racking up numbers so he can get more respect while in jail. Absolutely. So that's why it's so tough to uh, to discern what's true or not. I would hope that the cops, you know, had a piece of information that they didn't release to the public, yes. and then he was like, "Yes, indeed, there was red slippers involved," and they're like, "He knew there were red slippers," but. Then again, as Henry was alluding to, it seems like he's just going. He's just trying to be the Babe Ruth here, and uh, <laughs> he is going. Who knows he's what he actually did during his playing days? Um, but yes, that is an interesting story. But that's how crazy this week is. That's not even close to the most interesting story. Um, we also have the FBI, Henry. This is great for disclosure, and this is for you. This is this is for you, and it's for it's big for everyone. It's big for everyone. And it's big for me, and it's about Bigfoot. The FBI has released 22 pages of its investigation into Bigfoot. And can I just say this, Henry? 22 pages? After all these years? Yeah. That's not a lot of pages. It is a disappointment. They had more pages on John Lennon. (laughs) They had a lot. They had more pages on John Lennon's glasses alone. Um, so the the American Pacific Northwest, of course, that is Sasquatch country. They have been obsessed with this for a long time. We were just out in Portland and Seattle. It's fun to see the fake signs that have like Sasquatch crossing. It's stuff like that. But then as a big hairy man, is it not re- discrimination? But well, it is nice to be able to get across the street, right? It's Where great. you can actually go because it's people taking pictures of you. You feel like a celebrity. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm in London. I feel like I'm in Germany again where if you tap your toe on the street, all cars must legally stop. Really? Yes, that's the rule. That's why if you... Even not, but not on the Autobahn, right? Not on the Autobahn, no. Are we going to drive on the Autobahn when we go to Berlin? I think that we can, and uh, can I drive then? Because I'm a little no, bit concerned no. with you. Unleash the beast. Unleash the beast. You scare me anyway when you drive. I don't know no, if we do, need. Do, do, do. <laughs> no. if, I want to push it, dude. If you, I want to, I want to fucking drift. You want a Tokyo drift in Berlin? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you show up in the car with like six Monster Energy drinks and a pack of Winston's, being like, ready to go, boys, I'm gonna be like, no, we're not. We cannot. Like, we need gotta go. So man. Someone and else. Then, I'm gonna, and then we'll Tokyo drift in the car, and then we'll Berlin drift after the bars in Berlin, and right. just walk sideways down the street yeah. from all the Hefeweizen. Can't wait to be bloated. Oh, I can't wait for Germany. Can't wait to see everyone in Berlin. So going back to Bigfoot, just quickly here, the agency records. Uh, they, they date way back to 1976. This dude named Peter Byrne, he was then the director of the Bigfoot Information Center and Exhibition, ex- exhibition of Oregon, where the Sasquatch is thought to roam. So he convinced, now this dude, Peter Byrne, 
This is how this is amazing. He convinced yes. the fucking FBI to aid in his investigation of new materials he believed confirmed the creature's existence. He cited, quote, 15 hairs attached to a tiny piece of skin as the most promising discovery uh, Bigfoot researchers had for uh, forever, basically. Well, so did you read this story? So he, he was basically he was out there on one, I guess, one of his various Bigfoot hunts and he saw a giant creature just jangling with BL cans tied to his his ankles (laughs) going through the forest and he said he saw it pass between two trees that it obviously shouldn't fit through and he went and he found this chunk of hair and skin. Right. And he put it in an envelope and he sent it to the goddamn FBI. (laughs) Yes. And And then they opened it up. And in the FBI, so in the letter that he sent to the FBI, I love this guy, Peter Byrne. This is a quote from the letter. He says, Please understand that our research here is serious. That it, yes. that, that this is a serious question that needs answering. And if you're the FBI, that's a fun Monday when you're just You know what though? I guarantee Is it a fun money g- yeah. opening up a Ziploc bag of random ass meat from any sort of animal? <laughs> that could definitely also be a dude. If you well, if you look at it, it is very long hairs. It's probably a it probably would have been a dog or a bear. I believe they decided or, you know, through this little thing called science uh, that it was a deer. But I don't know. I don't know. That's what they. That's what the FBI says. Can we trust him? Who knows? So according to uh, Byrne, so he received a letter from uh, Jay Cochran Jr. Now, this dude worked for the FBI, and this is what was said in the letter. He says, the FBI laboratory conducts investigations primarily of physical evidence for law enforcement agencies in connection with criminal investigations. Cochran goes on to say, occasionally on a case-by-case basis, in the interest of research and scientific inquiry, we make exceptions to this policy. With this understanding, we will examine the hairs and the tissue mentioned in your letter. So isn't well, that nice that the FBI was, you know, forget about terrorism for a moment. Let's focus on the hair. It seems that they took the concept of Bigfoot very seriously. If you go through the documents that they have here, the number of articles, yeah. both from from New York Times, Washington Post, various other quote-unquote legit news sources that are basically we're talking about the various merits of Bigfoot existence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is it is interesting to see they did take it serious up to a point because kind of like UFOs, mm-hmm. right, where you receive so much information. About Bigfoot. So many people have said that they've seen it, that at some point you're like, well, we are the fucking Federal Bureau of Investigation. Maybe it's one of those things. Well, we could put a tab on it. We can open one tab on our browser (laughs) for Bigfoot and see what what pops up because maybe it is. Because, you know, then you can flip it. What if they're using Bigfoot as a way to hide in plain sight? What if Bigfoot is a really interesting way for fucking ISIS to get into America from Canada, right? Where they just dress as Bigfoot going, oh, oh, oh. Perfect. Bigfoot scream. Of course. Right? But they come over in full costume. Like, what if it's... Oh, that's a great movie, though. It's like the movie fucking Argo, but with Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. But it's ISIS using it, dressing as Bigfoot I to kind of slide into America. And people just taking pictures of them, acting like it's, like, super fun. Meanwhile, they set off a dirty bomb in Des Moines. Oh, my goodness. Don't do that to Des Moines. It's a great place full of peaceful people. But, you know, there was almost the opposite of that. Remember when those two dudes escaped the prison upstate New York? 
Mm-hmm. The one dude. I remember because I was in Toronto and Toronto was frightened <laughs> by the two man. Because what was his name like? Pat Sweat. Matthew. I believe it was Matthew Sweat. And uh, yeah, oh, I'm blanking on the other guy, Rob Knobs or something. But, but they were he was- coming for Toronto, and all of Canada's been like. There will be an invasion of prisoners coming our way. We knew eventually America would spill. But the, and, one and dude, so the one dude, I believe it was Sweat. I don't remember. What were the names of those, Travis? You can do some. Can you type in those two people's names, please? Thank you. Um, one of the dudes just broke out of – this is a little bit uh, – anyway, just uh, hold on. Let me wrap up the, uh, the the Bigfoot thing really quick. So the FBI, they conducted a, uh, a little uh, investigation. The lab concluded that there were uh, – that the hairs were, quote, of deer family origin. Uh, the no longer mysterious sample was sent back to burn. Uh, well, the mystery of Bigfoot continues to live on. But the one dude, one dude, so these two guys broke out of prison, upstate New York. One guy just immediately found a cabin and started to get wasted. And he got yep. so hammered he could no longer run. So David <laughs> David Sweat and Richard Matt or Dick Matt. Okay. Dick Matt and and Dick, Dick and Matt David and Richard Swe- Se- Yeah, David Sweat, Davy Sweat. <laughs> but when I believe which one was the uh, doesn't matter. One of them dressed up like full on like like the dude from the Burbs just trying to cover himself with leaves and shit and he was tr- he almost got to Canada. But uh, they found him, and they shot him right in the head, although he did live. I will say, in Canada, they probably have a pretty firm extradition tradition, right, where they would just kind of kick his ass right back to America. Like, Canada's not a good place to run to. I don't know, man. It's like 50% uninhabitable, so he could go live in the woods, hang out with all the people. But he was heading straight for Toronto. Toronto's not going to do anything for you. Those people, they're going to kick you right back because they are – you got to go – you got to go west – and go up through Montana. Oh. You got to go. Th- that's where if you're going to secretly enter Canada, that's where you should go. But they were in New York. The woods. You go through the woods of Montana. But how would you he go, get you, to the woods of Montana? He escaped in upstate ticket. New York. I don't think that if was you even happen. got half a good singing voice, if you spend a couple hours busking wherever, right. uh, because people just want to see heart. Or what you do is you go on the train and do one of those. You get the sign that says, give me money to make me stop singing. And just going, well, speaking of art, though, the, there is a, a sort of a sweet side of this. Despite their differences in age and personality, Sweat and Matt became friends based in part on a shared interest in art. Oh. Sweat recalled admiring Matt's paintings, including one depicting a dog in which you could see every hair. It was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I love the, the idea. That is something my mom would say about a drawing I did. Be like, oh, this is wonderful. You can see every hair. <laughs> That's what I love. You can count the hairs. But you know, Henry, they just escaped from upstate New York. There was a massive manhunt on the run. I don't think they can go in public and then pretend to be a duo singing group. I think that might have gotten them busted even faster than they were busted, which was actually a couple of weeks. Ted Bundy. One of the most dangerous human beings on the face of the planet Mm -hmm. combed his hair the other way and escaped. Different times. All right. But I mean, at the same time, you can still do it. You shave your head. You put on some mascara and a dress. Honestly. And you just go out there and you hustle. You make yourself 75 bucks. Mm. You start working on a bus. Bus last anonymous way to travel. Uh You just keep going west. You go to Ohio. You bust some more in Ohio. Maybe pick a couple dates. I don't Honestly, think that like, that's like, like in little black box theaters, like you start, you eventually, all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're a performer. 
back. You don't even need to hide. And then anybody, all performers look at me. How do I hide? I hide in character. And if you become a character, who knows who Dame Edna is? Dame Edna could be some serial rapist. Oh, we in, don't in know. In a previous life. We don't I don't know, know who that is. All Dame, right. who, well, no we one knows who the real Dame Edna is. The great Dame Edna on this I program. I am not maligning Dame Edna. I'm relining whoever it was, the human before Dame Edna was Dame Edna, Dame, Ed- Dame Edma, Edna, <sighs> Edna. All right, was. we're going down a rabbit hole that we don't need to be I'm going t- down here with Dame Edna. My goodness. I'm just saying, as soon as you become a character, Colonel Sanders, as soon as you became Colonel Sanders, he stopped being Beauregard Sanders, the man who chooses to shoot people outside of his gas station. No, he, well, that is true. He became Colonel Sanders. Yes. So you hide within a character. So then all of a sudden, you're no longer on the run from the cops. Mm. You're on tour. <laughs> and then you I get to Montana and you yes. go north. I love this. I love this. I love the, your version. I wish that your version of reality was was uh, was real. Although, if I was the victim of one of those you know, dudes who escaped. I guess I wouldn't be happy if all of a sudden they were horrible like, tragedy. I mean, if you look but at what d- happened, if you look what happened yeah. with Garth Brooks, who is Chris Gaines? Who is he really? Who is he really? Yeah. You say he's Garth Brooks, but I don't see Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines on stage at the same time. No, I never. You know what I mean, I've never seen it. Although I think, and you won't see him on stage together because they are not the same man. Well, I think if you saw them on stage together, it would prove that they're not the same man. Just like uh, Andy Kaufman know. used to do with Tony Clifton, sorta. But what? still. Uh, hmm. Let's go on to another story. Do we? <laughs> what should we do here? Do, what do you? Which one do you want to talk about? Do you want to read that email? I do. I want to read this email. I want to talk very quickly about Paul Hellyer. Oh yes. I, I just want to acknowledge Speaking how many people Canada. who sent me, and I want to say thank you so much to the people that reached out to me to make sure I knew that Paul Hellyer was doing a massive Reddit AMA on uh, and on Reddit, and it was. It is wonderful. And I will just you could just look this up. If you're if you're at all interested in this topic, it is fun. It is ooky spooky. So the name of the Reddit AMA, it's great. Here's a little succinct intro to Paul Hellier. Hi, I am a 95-year-old former Canadian Minister of Defense and Transport Minister. I want to discuss my experience with the cabal slash deep state global warming politics and extraterrestrials ask me anything so he was so i'm a canadian entrepreneur politician writer commentator he's held a long and varied career he's the longest serving <laughs> current member of the privy council of canada just ahead of prince philip oh. and prince philip has only been there longer because he was literally glued to the chair <laughs> He's had a long political career with notable designations such as transport minister, which is a bus driver with a sash in Canada. But that's I'm just making fun of this. I'm just making fun of Canada. And I don't mean to. I love Canada. That's great, though. That's fun. Yeah, it is. Senior minister in the cabinet and minister of national defense for Canada. But he has gone on. He has gone on to say for many, many years, Mm -hmm. which is this has been well known to the UFO community that he has worked with extraterrestrials. He has experience with extraterrestrials. He met a one of the eight various species of extraterrestrials mm. that he says the Canadian, U.S. government and Russian government have all worked with. And he says that they came they came to him to say what a good job he's doing. <laughs> what? Really? They just yes. came to be like, we've uh, gone through the data here. We've been looking through your career profile. You are doing wonderful. Like it's, like it's a company annual, like how are you doing checklist event? He got a progress... Report okay from an alien, which oh. actually means quite a bit. Okay, because if you're coming in from the outside, it's like if somebody who is a huge fan of Pod Save America came to us to say, "Good job, 
And so this is a, uh, he asked several questions. People ask him several questions in a pointed, I'm going to say almost disrespectful manner. Uh, and then in a Reddit style manner. And then he answers to the best of his abilities. He says a couple of very interesting things. Uh, he talks about Valiant Thor, mm. who was a benevolent Venusian. He says he has an IQ of 1,200 and he lived in the Pentagon for three or four years. We covered Valiant Thor a while ago, Long. not in the thorough way we do it now. Right. But I wish, I honestly kind of want to go back because Valiant Thor, he is 300 years young. He is purple <laughs> as a grape, but he worked hard for this country, and it shows that we should ex- honestly think about our immigrants that come to this country because of they are what makes up this um, America and what make, makes America great is the people that come here to try to help us who believe in the American dream even though they weren't born here. All right. All right. They share, they share their technology. They shared technology with the U.S. and Russia. He does believe that there is a gigantic deep state cabal that is controlling zero point energy okay. which is this technology that was given to us by extraterrestrials that will eliminate the need for fossil fuels he says that the uh, various arms of this gigantic octopus that's sort of like the illuminati the illuminati which he calls the three sisters which is the illuminati the bilderberg group okay. the council of foreign relations and trilateral commission he talks about various members of the covert ops world uh-huh. working towards trying to Keep zero point energy away from the consumer sector. We say that you, the U.S. has a lease on Mars, and oh. according to Courtney Brown, who is the head of a group called the Farsight Institute, the Martians have at least two colonies on Earth, so they're hanging out. Okay, they're here. Um, I could probably pick out a bunch of them. I want to say sixty percent of them are in Los Angeles. <laughs> Um, uh, there's many pictures. He says that aliens are very different from us. He talks about their biology a little bit, but it's a, it's an interesting little jump down the rabbit hole of all the various arcane, different agendas and lifestyles of the extraterrestrial life that our various governments have colluded with. Check out that AMA. Mr. Hellier says here, glad you got front row seats. And then he goes on to say, the truth is far more incredible than any science fiction. So well, I do truly believe fun. that. You know I believe that. He's also been... You know for a fact that I believe that. I know for a fact you believe that, but he has been on this tip for a long time, 95 oh, yeah, years old. I think it's safe to say, as far as ufologists goes, uf- ufologists go, he is like 300 years old because they tend to yeah. age more like dogs than like but, humans. Mean, but wow. If you look at Stan Friedman, he lived a long, full life. Honestly, these are men that uh, they are, their curiosity keeps them alive. And I want to say the same thing for the women in ufology that always will live longer than the men. Mm-hmm. It's your curiosity that will keep you alive. That's why you can always find that there's always new ways to come with your butt. There you now, go. If you, you wanna... look up the, <laughs> there are always I don't new ways. know about all that, but yes. But if you look up the Farsight Institute that he he cites several times in this Reddit AMA, it's pretty. It's interesting. Yeah. It's I, it's one of my. You know. It's definitely a rabbit hole. I really do enjoy. You got Graham Han- Hancock in there. I see several immediately. I see Joe Rogan about three times on this front page. I see they. Uh, what they do is that they get a collective of people that can do remote viewing and they investigate various conspiracy theories. Just from sitting in their apartment. All right. I, I because love they it. use their brains uh-huh. to do the walking and the talking and the seeing and all the work. Just like my father told me. He said, Henry Thomas, never work with your hands. Always work with your mind. Your father was a cop. Knew. 
Yes. Well, that's what he said because he knew I would never hack it as a police officer right. or any form of manual labor. And he knew that if I was turned into some sort of work camp, I would die there. Oh, well, I think a lot of people die in work camps. It's sort of a sort of what is supposed to happen. I know, but the, any sort of, a lot of manual labor. Even if I was just a, a fancy carpenter, oh, I would probably yeah. die at work. Of course, but of course. He does, but there's a couple of these. They're pretty great. They they do a entire project on the aliens and Aipedos. Mm-hmm. They do an entire project on the Phoenix Lights. They talk about JFK assassination. Ooh, and the remote viewing on that. You just get splattered with pussy juice. Is that just right? Just watching it through your mind's eye. Really? Well, very oh, yeah, JFK was up to it, man. Well, I know he actually had some problems uh, when it comes to the when it comes to the ladies. Not necessarily the best history. Uh, with what are you women. talking about? JFK has a problematic history. <laughs> no, <laughs> just a little. He's bit. our only Catholic president. I know. Can you believe that? A Catholic person with some. Uh, with some issues, and of course, we love our Catholics out there. I don't care. Henry was Henry was like Henry wanted to be a priest for crying out loud. Yeah, I wanted to be a priest until they said that I couldn't touch the boobies. Uh, but then I found out priests touch the boobies anyway. But it's never, it's never the good right boobies. You know no, what I mean? It's, it's a, never the it's what was it that the, what was it the 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 Iron Birds? Do you remember that that story? My mom used to love this the Iron this, Birds. What was it called? Well, how would they priests fly? in love? Jackie, Jackie just walked into the studio, honestly, and she just answered from behind me. It was called The Thornbirds, which was a steamy series that my mom had on several marked VHSs uh-huh. that was about a priest banging a, a full-grown woman. And I was like, did this, did this, was, was this put in the sci-fi section? Because most of the time, you never really hear a priest having many illicit f- affairs with a busty woman. Well, sometimes that'll happen. Then they have to resign, and a lot of nuns... Uh, have tales about that, but very interesting. So there we go, Mr. Hellier out there, ninety-five years old, sticking sticking to his guns and sticking by his previous statements. Uh, and you know, he used to be ridiculed, but it does seem as if now, because of the internet, he has found a community that is, uh, you know, more uh, maybe uh, mentally available. For him. He's one of us. He's one of you, yes. He is one of us, and I'm really, really excited that he gets to go to his grave with a clear conscience. Fly from your grave. Fly from your grave. All right, well, now it's time for a story more up my alley. And this story, I'm going to tell you, this is really sad. Before, before we even get into this, you know, if you got small kids in the car, earmuffs, two oh, beloved therapy pigs. Two oh, beloved therapy pigs. They were found beaten to death in Kentucky. <sighs> the pigs. Now, is the term tenderized? No, it's beaten to death. These are therapy pigs. These aren't foodie, foodie, eaty pigs. Now, these are the pigs you can sit and talk to, and then they grunt advice? No, they don't. Not, no, it's so you pet. You can oh, pet they're not them. therapist pigs. No, they're therapy pigs. So do the, they massage you? Like, do you lay you on the could, ground and the pigs they, give you little massages? They could. They could do that. It's about little happy endings. No, they don't. They don't have hands. Yeah, they could suck the dick. No. No. These are dead pigs. And they're therapy pigs. The pigs' names were Pargrock, Pig, Pigrock, Pigrock, Pigrock. It's P-Y-G-R-O-W-K. I'm going to go with Pigrock. P-Y-G-R-O-W-K? No, P-Y-G-R-A-W-K. Pig Rock and Honey. P- 
pig rock and honey. They were used in ther- as therapy pigs in nursing homes in hospitals, Mr. Zabrowski. Con- Honestly, that would frighten me if I was a 95-year-old man. You get two huge pigs They're not running huge. through the fucking hospital. What, what is, is this, wrong? Robert Picton's house? No, oh, my goodness, Robert Picton. He wouldn't have therapy pigs. He had eating good time pigs. Human, pigs eat human flesh. They can. They can also help soothe a soul. A Kentucky woman is on the hunt for a sadistic killer after she says her two beloved therapy pigs were brutally murdered. This woman's name, it's Sunny Howell. She went to an anniversary dinner with her husband last week, leaving her... Let her guard down. No, she was having a nice dinner, and I don't know if they ate pork or not. I hope not. Mm -hmm. She left her three pigs at home, Pig Rock, Honey, and Gypsy. They were... Did she the house? No, they were locked in a shed. But when she returned, she discovered the shed's door latches had been unlocked and Pig Rock and Honey were dead. We realized, this is according to her, she says, we realized her eye socket had been smashed and she had blood coming out of her ear. It looked like he had been bludgeoned with something, maybe a sledgehammer. Gypsy was unharmed, but suffered some slight bruising and remains in a funk without her fellow pot bellies. This is according to Sunny. She says she stays depressed when she's out there by herself. She hides underneath the house sometimes. So there were three pigs, two, all three therapy pigs, and this pig, this piggy, lost both of its best friends, Pig Rock and Honey. This story, Gypsy, I feel you, Gypsy. I, feel I like, will say this. I think it's completely inappropriate to name a pig after a racial slur. No, it's, um, it's a I, pig. I, or a stri- I mean, it's more fun if it's a stripper, honestly, from like Gypsy Rose. That would be kind of fun. You're putting like, on put your a po- little bikini. You're putting on a politically correct cap? You, Mr. Z- you're going to do that? Do you think I that that's think appropriate? I just think it's fun to be an antagonist. I think it's just fun to make everyone upset. But when it comes to this story, honestly, it is very shocking. It's sad. Where does it take place? This takes place. Let me see here. This is because Kansas City just had that whole because Kansas City had the three mutilated horses where it's like it was the one story that we covered where the mutilated and dissected horse was left in a field and the family was super upset because it was their pet horse. And then Mm -hmm. two more horses have since been found. Yep. This is it's a it's a total it is. It's an epidemic. Uh, this happens. Well, what, where is it? This yeah. is in Kentucky. This is in Kentucky. Huh. So, but they weren't. Even, that's the one thing. How big are these pigs? These are pot bellies, so they're young. So, according to Susan, oh, again, that's sad though, to, because you can't even get good meat off of them. No, they. It was mean what they, these people did. According to Sunny, pig rock and honey were fixtures within the community and were frequently used as therapy pigs in hospitals and stuff like that. And she said. These pigs were here to love people and to be loved, and that was their only job, to be loved. And she filed a police report, and she said that she's already raised $1,300 as as a reward for anyone with any information leading to the arrest of the people or person that did this heinous attack. And she says, if it's not just one person doing this, then we have several sick, sadistic people out there. the way, all right, two things that say, that maybe come to mind. Number one, maybe these pigs were making a lot of noise. They were right? not their pigs. We could, but pigs bellies. make a lot of noise. But pop bellies are just. You, no, but they all go like. It's cute. Sometimes. They were, but they're, yeah, it's, it's cute. You are saying it's cute. But, and which is true. But I'm just, I'm just like putting my detective magazine, Henry Zabrowski cap. Okay. Right? So it's either. Pigs are making a lot of noise, maybe at night. Maybe something's happening, right? Maybe um, maybe they're fucking. 
They're not. Or maybe fucking. they are. I don't know. Whatever they're doing. Pigs are pigs are maybe making a lot of racket. It is some sort of bitter neighbor that is either going through some form of loss or no, they got what? like kidney stones, like one of those things, right? Where okay, the so they have of the kidney pigs stones. exacerbated a previous psychological problem for that neighbor. The neighbor has come in and decided the pigs are the problem, and he's eliminated the pigs. Right? He- okay, that's a, a possible example. So do you think okay, you've? We're going to call you Hemorrhoid Henry for this sentence. Sure. Because you've had hemorrhoids. You've sat on yes. it and it hurts. Your sucks. Butt. So at any point during that experience where you're like, better go bludgeon some pigs to death to, to make my butt feel better. I am truly trying to work on my, what I like to call my peaks of rage. Right? I'm trying to work on them. I'm trying to soothe them. I'm trying to bring them down from a McKinley to like a, like just a little, just like a speed bump. Okay. Right? But sometimes I can imagine... If I'm up at night, my asshole is bleeding, and pig noises are keeping me awake. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. While I wouldn't do that because my wife would divorce me, yeah, I do then do believe I would fancy the idea of going over there. I would think oh about, gosh. in a pleasurable way, going and massacring the sense, the the, the source mm, of my discomfort, right? right? If they right. were keeping me awake at night. No, of course it's not right. No. I'm not saying it's right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying... I'm crawling inside the head of this person that could also possibly be me. It sounds to me like you need a therapy pig. That's I what do, you I, need. It seems like I'm okay. so afraid. I already have it there. I got Wendy. Wendy's my little therapy piggy. She's got a piggy, like a little pink belly. And she gets on her back and I, I scratch her little pig, and piggy it, belly and I call her piggy belly. If you go to my Instagram, Ben Kissel one, I have some uh, premio footage of, of Puffin as well. Uh, o- um, oinking, which is quite cute. But let me- So, all right, but listen. Okay. Or, right, so it's some form of disgruntled neighbor. Or it is truly a troll-like person who hates all happiness. And I'm going to l- label that a 25 to 35-year-old white man in the neighborhood that is who he just got done leaving us a one-star on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Being like, uh, the audio was off in episode 335. Mm-hmm. And then he was trolling the neighborhood looking for cigarette butts mm-hmm. on the street mm-hmm. and eating old food he found on the street just because it stank. Not because it's good or because right. he's homeless. He's got a home and he's got a fucking job somehow. And then he went to just eliminate a source of joy for somebody because he couldn't help. He looked at the pigs and smiled once and he felt so sad that he couldn't even allow himself to feel that amount of happiness in his day-to-day life. So then he took it out on the pigs. All uh, right, elaborate, elaborate tale that you've spun in defense well, of these pig your, killers. Let me just say about? with Howell. Kissel, I am, I am literally investigating this crime. I'm, I am You're investigating. Picking out who would be, I'm well, picking I would up say, who are these suspects. I would say 55 to 65, someone who has farm experience, someone who obviously loves bacon, someone who doesn't have any sort of uh, emotional attachment to the love no, of a pig. This is, a, this is rage. If you're killing an animal without then either using it for its meat or stealing it this is a rage based incident this is somebody who looked at them as they a source did. of happiness and wanted to destroy it absolutely for so perhaps this is of a larger issue with the within the community and within the neighbors check out your neighbors miss howell finishes up she says we never expected to be put in this position that we are in now we never expected to lose our babies like this we never knew we could feel such an array of emotions all at once i'm going to be focusing on our family gypsy and I intend to get back into my normal routine as soon as possible. She finishes saying, we do not want the negativity to change how we are 
and how and who we are. Yes, we are hurt, angry, sad, lost, and a number of other emotions. We still have to continue on with our day today. Well, I would be. R.I.P. I'd also be incredibly shocked if it turns out that they were in fact that kill, they killed the pigs for publicity. No Which could way. also be a oh right turn God. that happened. You are just All the right. worst detective on earth. Pig rock and no, honey. I, mean, I am just an, a truly objective detective. Okay. Well, I think we're, Henry, I think we're already at the point in the show. This you know what this show you know what it does? Unlike what? pigs, it flies. It flies right by. It really does. It really That's does. a very good segue. Thank you. That's a very good segue. <laughs> you know what we didn't even get to talk about, which we should bring up if you want to go research it on your own. We'll talk about it next week, too. Niels Hügel, the German nurse convicted of killing oh 85 people. Yes. And they said that the reason why he did it was that he was trying to become a hero. Like, his goal was that he'd bring them to death Ugh. and then save them for his own weird shit. But we'll talk about this next week. Yeah, so that would make him a missionary killer? Uh, Is that mi- We should talk about this with Marcus. Okay. Yeah. Because when we talk about, because I want to talk about Harold Shipman too, mm-hmm. I really want to get into Doctor Zukil. Absolutely, it's it's a really very specific genre. Yeah, like I don't know why it's a very it's a very specific type of person. Yeah, because it's about subverting a power role, right. For some reason, but it's about to get more power because this whole thing was to make him look like a hero for saving people that were flatlining, right? Which is very interesting. All right, so be sure to tune in next week, and we'll do a deeper dive into uh, nurses and just doctors that kill. And again, side stories, L-P-O-T-L at gmail.com. If you have any insight into why they do it, uh, what the power structure is there, what's the fascination, please hit us up. Um, All right, well, just lastly, hero of the week, a true hero. Recordings of number stations. I love listening to them. It is, it can be A college student uses the Snapchat gender swap filter to inspire a police sting. So this dude, he's a 20-year-old. Uh, his name is Ethan. He made himself look like a girl with that with the face swap that everyone knows. And very successfully. Very beautiful. He, he went by the name Esther, and he posed as a 16-year-old. So one man messaged the 16-year-old, apparently looking to, quote, hook up. And this is according to Ethan. He says, I believe he messaged me. Are, this is what the this is what the dude said. He said, "Are you down to have some fun tonight?" Uh, oh, <laughs> which I don't, I don't know. So Ethan said he messaged the man for about twelve <laughs> hours before moving the conversation over to Kick, which I guess is another platform. A popular Kick is, a, Kick is weird. Kick is another very strange. It's kind of like WhatsApp. It's an anonymous way of speaking to each other and sending titty pics. Oh, I see. Um, so Tinder requires users to be 18. So Esther's fake profile initially said 19, but once on kick, Ethan posing as Esther told the man, Oh, I'm only 16. So screenshots of the conversation obtained, uh, by the outlet show the man told Esther that her age might be an issue before explaining you won't even send any pics of you. And, uh, the older man said, I promise I won't show anybody. And uh, this is according to San Jose Police Sergeant Enrique Garcia. He says, whether or not the person is 16 is irrelevant. If the suspect believes it's a 16-year-old on the other end, the suspect should have terminated that conversation specifically when it talks about engaging in sexual activity. The tip reportedly led to the arrest of a 40-year-old dude named Robert Davies. But now this is kind of a kicker here. 
this dude's a police officer, so you think he would know. He, you would no, think dude. he would know that he is getting catfished, um, but indeed he was not. So Davies was arrested on suspicion of contacting a minor uh, to commit a felony, which is a felony in yes. itself. Um, so this is according to San Mateo police officer Susan Manhammer. This alleged conduct, if true, is in no way a reflection of all that we stand for as a department and is an affront to the tenants of our department and our profession as a whole. So this guy, now this is actually kind of a larger conversation because it is, this is the future Chris Hansen, I guess. Well, I from, guess from, so, but uh, I also feel like on some, there's there's two ways I look at this where it's either, it is a really interesting story, maybe this is sort of, but there's also two ways sort of like the heritage websites and the way they are using that information right. to help bust criminals, which is weird. It's again, it's like, what, uh, on what level are we violating privacy? Right. Snapchat, this does feel like a giant commercial for Snapchat. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing. It does feel like they get something out of this by saying, no, look, see, it's useful, too. So they're super happy about it. It is very, very intense. They are figuring out ways. All of this is also very deep. This is fueling the deep fake video craze. Oh, absolutely. Well, All of this is making real. it so eventually we will not be able to tell the difference between what is real and fake. And for me, the Philip K. Dick side of me mm. says that's fucking awesome. But then Henry Zabrowski says... That's going to make shit really, yes. really iffy Absolutely. in the future. Luckily for me, I've already said all the horrible things I'm going to say. So it's already like it's already, I'm already in. I'm hiding in plain sight. Well, don't forget, we have to record again next week. Um, but I would say <laughs> uh, this is interesting. Now, this is just kind of an extension of what uh, going back to catch a predator. You know, the, the law enforcement has been doing this for a long time on chat rooms, being like, I'm 14 yes. years old and they get the chats. And, yeah, and they do the exactly. Meetup. So this is really just that 2.0. But it yeah. is, it is a, uh, it, this it's is definitely a news story that could have only been created, in, um, what, three months ago? This is just yep. like, this is brand new ground. Um, so I think it's interesting. But either way, Ethan. We're talking about this. We are in our, we're in a, a, a style of dystopia. Yeah. We're in a style of dystopia right now. It's very, very interesting. But Ethan, you are the hero of the week for busting this cop who obviously intended to have sex with a minor. And, yeah, anybody uh, who wants to make lick lick with the minor. Has got to go to jail, no matter how we get them. So yeah. you know what I mean, so we don't make lick lick. Yeah, you got to don't be. make lick lick. I and don't so, think um, it's called making lick lick in in the court. Uh, I mean, of law. I, I'm not a lawyer. I'm I not know, a cop. I know. I know. You can tell. You know. <laughs> All right. I, we didn't get a time this week uh, to go through the emails that we have ready to read. Next week, I have some very exciting shit yes. to read through, guys. And, and we, I think you're going to be very, very interested. Absolutely. And of course, we'll. Uh, yeah. I mean, the the stories are what we call endless. So we they are endless. Yes. And again, if you want to, ways. if you want to send a story, it's side stories LPOTL at gmail.com. Right. And it's uh yeah, you know, find us uh, you can always find us on Instagram and stuff. You know where to find us. We're around on the Google. You live your life not one week at a time, not one one month at a time. You gotta live your life one day at a time. Because mm-hmm. that's all we got. All right. That's because all tomorrow tomorrow is morrow with two in front of it. You know what that's gonna <laughs> happen. You, you don't know what's gonna happen. Tomorrow. What's even tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What is is? What is the word is? That's what Bill Clinton asked, yeah. Yeah, and he also asked, where do I put the cigar? You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we have Laugh fun Laugh like you're Jay Leno in 1995. Bring out the That's dancing what I say. Just, yeah. You can't even hear my, you can't properly see my Jay Leno impersonation right. because it just involves me shaking my head. Right. Um, and... 
love. There it is. That's the <laughs> it's last. The only four-letter word you're allowed to say. Uh at the DMV. There you go. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for <laughs> listening. Good. We hope you have a wonderful week. And uh, yeah, make sure to tune in to all the shows here on the LPN Network. Hail yourselves, everyone. Talk to Hail you. Satan. Talk to you soon. Magustalations. Hail me, Triple L. Bye, <laughs> All right. Hey, what's up, everyone? I am Ben Kissel, and I'm with Marcus Parks. Hi, Ben. We're going to talk to you a little bit about Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. It's the political show that Marcus and I do. It's a lot of fun. If you want to get up to date on the weekly news of politics, uh, check out the show. Uh, you know, I, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like I it. We're reasonable. Like it. We're reasonable yeah. people. We're fine people. We're fine people. <laughs> um, so that's good. So check it out, because there is a lot to unpack, and hopefully it helps you get through your week. So hail yourselves, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.